Welcome to Grace Hour. You are listening to a word from the ministry of Pastor Elvis Ajima. Today's message. Genesis chapter 1 verse number 31. And God saw everything that has been made. And behold, it was very good. And God saw everything that he has made. And behold, it was very good. I believe that God is a good analyzer of the things that he does. He did it himself and he analyzed and looked through it and realized that everything he did was very good. It might not have been beautiful, but it was good. The sun was very hot to a point that it could melt the human body. But God said it was very good because it has come to solve a problem. Am I here with the church at all? So throughout the whole year, God took you through some some potholes and there were some curves in your life and there were issues and some of the issues were bitter and sorrowful. You had to cry through the night and there were days you didn't even have what to eat and days you didn't have what to spend and there were days you were even jealous of your fellow Christians because you felt that God has been favoring them in a way. There were days that nothing went so well for you but I came to announce to you that God has seen all those days but on the 30th of December he has declared the year a very good year. Hallelujah. There were times that you visited the hospital, you went sick and so many issues and the good thing is that there were also better days and there were days of glory and there were days of favor in all these the bible makes us to understand that god says is very good first thessalonians chapter 5 verse number 18 and 19 first thessalonians chapter 5 verse number 18 and, and, and 19 in everything give thanks for this is the will of god in christ jesus concerning you and quench not the spirit other version says that suppress not the spirit don't subdue the spirit is a gift thanks for this is the will of god for you in christ jesus this is the will of god for you give thanks and the next verse says that do not quench the spirit do not subdue the spirit do not suppress the spirit in it means that wherever there is no sufficient thanksgiving the spirit of god is suppressed give thanks for this is the will of god and do not quench the spirit it means that the spirit is alive where there is thanksgiving where people show appreciation where people are grateful to the almighty god through christ jesus the bible says the spirit comes alive the reason why we clap and we celebrate and we praise the lord and we are joyful and we are happy anytime we come into the presence is for one reason so that the spirit of the lord can have a free flow as i'm talking now if you can clap the spirit will come alive if you can shout the spirit will come alive if you can celebrate the lord the spirit will come alive am i here with the church at all wherever there is thanksgiving the bible said that the spirit is alive and therefore we shouldn't quench the spirit praise god so the more we thank the lord the more the holy ghost is alive to work around us the more the holy ghost is flowing around us and today i'm going to speak briefly on this great subject the mystery of gratitude psalm 127 verse number one the mystery of gratitude what is gratitude gratitude is the expression of thanksgiving the expression of thanksgiving or the expression of appreciation towards something or someone the expression of appreciation towards something or someone and my first scripture to read is psalm 127 verse number one except the lord build the house they labor in vain that build it except the lord keep the city the watchmen wake up but in vain except the lord build the house they labor in vain that build it except the lord keep the city the watchman wicked but in vain malachi chapter 4 verse number 5 malachi chapter 4 verse number 5 behold i will send you elijah the prophet 
before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And this will be the spirit of Elijah. And he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children. And the heart of the children to the fathers. Lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. I title gratitude as a mystery because it took me a while to understand a very important aspect of gratitude whereby we feel it's mandatory for somebody to show appreciation when a kindness or a good is done to the person. We believe that it should be a natural exercise. If I do you good, it must come naturally that you pay me back with a certain appreciation or thanksgiving. But I have to understand that this has been the biggest challenge of the world. Something that should be happening naturally. Something that should be happening without struggle that the fact that I do you good then you must respond with a certain gratitude has become a problem to the world and we have many marriages going down and when you ask a partner in the marriage he will tell you I don't feel appreciated I have been cooking for the man I have been taking care of the man I have been helping the man even financially supporting the home but he doesn't appreciate me and sometimes the man will rise and say that I have been supporting this lady I held her up when she was down I have been with her for many years but I don't feel appreciated we have many employees that leaves a company not because that the salary is small but they feel their bosses don't appreciate them they feel that they, they, they effort they are putting in, they are not getting any reciprocal kind of gratitude or appreciation from the people that must thank them. We have maids in the house that are not worried about money but they feel that all that they are doing has not been appreciated. We have all kinds of pastors who have given up because they feel that their members are not appreciating them enough and we have workers in the church that have given up because they feel the leadership of the church is not appreciating them too much but I came to announce something to you that gratitude is not as we see it, appreciation is not as we, we expect it to happen, it's a mystery of its own, hear me very well the fact that you are good to somebody doesn't mean you deserve loyalty, no the fact that you have been kind and the fact that you have been helpful does not mean that you deserve loyalty, though loyalty Loyalty is taught, but in reality, is supernaturally given. I, I'm, I'm going somewhere. Listen to me very well. There are many people who feel they deserve gratitude. The fact that I took care of this child from JSS to senior high school to university to his masters, and today he's in a he's in a saloon car working in an air conditioned office. And at least every month, the child must do me good. But you sometimes watch the child doing others good and leaving you. And we have parents of CEOs who are still in mad houses and who are still borrowing to eat what is happening on earth people who deserve to live right and live well because they sowed some seeds of help and today they have been rejected isolated and dejected in life by the very people they killed themselves for We have many people cursing today their own children because they feel their children have rejected them. There are certain mothers who sold their cloth to take their children to school and the child met a woman one day and forgot their mother. What is the mystery behind gratitude and thanksgiving? Let, let, <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about a world where people know how to receive help from you but doesn't know how to give back appreciation. What is the mystery behind this life? 
Each one of us will have If I'm to give a microphone to each one of us We will have a circumstance in our life That is causing our hearts to bleed Because a certain people we sacrifice for Have rejected us Have insulted us Have turned their backs against us Has, has gone to be the very agent to seek to destroy us What is the mystery of gratitude? What can I do and what do I have to know in this life so that I can guard myself and not fall into the trap and the disappointments that many have gone through? What is that mystery? There is something I identified with God by personal experience. Before I saw in scripture And what I realized Was that For anybody to show you Appreciation And be grateful and be kind And be loving to you That love and kindness And appreciation must be put in their hearts By God Who God Have not asked to appreciate you You can give them the whole world And they will never appreciate you who God himself have not ordained and mandated. That was why I realized that in this life, there are people God gives to you and there are people you find yourself. The people you find yourself, you can die for them. And they will still not see it. But the people God gives to you, the little you do, they can die for you. May God open your eyes to the right people in your life. So that at the end of your life, you don't scratch your head and say that I've wasted resources. I've wasted. You, you know, the Bible makes us to understand. Look at, look at the life of Jonathan, Absalom, and David. What at all did David do for Jonathan? But the Bible said that Jonathan loved David as his own soul. And the love Jonathan had for David was the love between a man and a woman. What did David do for Jonathan? Literally nothing. But the Bible says, and God meets the heart of Jonathan to that of David. And Jonathan just appreciated David for nothing. Today, the one who will appreciate you, may they appreciate you for nothing. May God put the love of you in their heart. Am I here with the church at all? But David did everything for Absalom. And yet Absalom rose against him. For people to appreciate you in this life is not about your goodness. It's about what God puts in their heart. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you the truth. It's not about what you do for them. Watch your life and you realize that the people you do the good the most reject you at the end of the day. But those who stand with you are those you don't do anything for. Sometimes you, are, you don't help them You don't get close to them You don't give them anything But at the end of your life They are the ones who stand with you Why? Because God put your love in their heart I pray that God will open many hearts And put love in their hearts for you That is why, listen I came to understand by this revelation That even loving God He has to put his love in your heart For you to love him Otherwise, it doesn't matter what he will do for mankind. Mankind cannot love him. And we saw that in the book of in, in the book of Genesis, in the life of Adam and Eve. How can God bless you in this way? How can God anoint you in this way? How can God make you and fashion you in his own likeness and in his own image? And a certain wise guy comes and tells you that if you want to be like God, disobey him and say, now I want to be like him. What more do you want to become? What more? 
not the spirit of ingratitude. If it is wisdom that you want to have like God, God made creation, brought creation to you. And the Bible says that as you named it, it was so because that was what God had determined to name them. Are you not wise as God? There was nothing like death ahead of him. Adam didn't know that he would die because he wouldn't have died. So if we are talking about immortality, are you not immortal like God? Adam was not wearing any clothes like God doesn't have garment. Yet nobody could see the nakedness of Adam. Was it not the glory? Are you not glorious like God? Adam was talking with a lion, talking with an elephant, talking with, with, with a, a, a tiger, and none of them could harm them. Are you not powerful like God? What more do you want to have like God? But the Bible says that a certain serpent came and said that if you want to be as wise as God, in other words, don't be satisfied with who you are now. Wish to be like him. Ingratitude. Wish to be like him. Immediately they went to eat and they fell out of him. Because when you are not grateful enough to love who God has made you and what God has put in you and where God has placed you, what will happen is that you end up falling out of a certain glory that God has given you. The worst thing that can ever happen to you is to want to become what you already are. The guy was already powerful and wise, but he still wanted to become. And it ended him losing everything. I pray that the spirit of ingratitude will not cause you to fall in this life. So when God saw this nature of Adam and Eve, the Bible says that this time we are not ashamed. For the love of God is spread abroad in our heart by the Holy Ghost. It means that one thing that God has done this time is that even the gratitude and appreciation and the kindness and the love he expects from us, he has put it in our heart. So a man's attitude towards the things of God is a reflection of what God has put in his heart. Nobody can love God except God made him love him. Nobody can appreciate God except God makes the person appreciate him. Am I with the church here at all? If we have people who come to church and sweep before others come, it's because God has put in their heart. If God has left them to act, they wouldn't have. If there is somebody here who has determined to support the church financial, it's because God has put in the person's heart. There is no gratitude until God pulls. When I found out this, I realized that I can die for people and and yet remain isolated at the end of my, my life. I can kill my life, kill my destiny, frustrate myself to lift up others and yet they won't remember me. The Bible says, and God caused remembrance to fall on King Atasasus. And the Bible said, he remembered that a certain Mordecai has done him good and saved his life when people wanted to kill. How come he forgot? It doesn't matter how good you are. If God does not cause people to remember you, you will never be remembered. I pray for somebody here. Whoever has rejected you that you have done good. May the spirit of the Lord cause them to be restless. May the spirit of the Lord put remembrance in their heart. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Only one night. The king remembered that a certain gate man. Has done him good. I'm talking about. Walking out of wastefulness. When you are beginning and you are doing it, you might think that, oh, by my own expertise, I think I can con people to love me. It's not possible. It's not possible. 
if anybody is loyal and loving to me as a pastor it's because God has put in their heart I can't my money cannot make people loyal my prayer cannot make people loyal my preaching cannot make people loyal it's because God has put in the heart of the people to be loyal the level of loyalty around you is the measure of what God has put in the heart of people for you so now if you want people to be kind around you and to be loyal around you how then do you activate that spirit our focus has always been on the people but today I came to tell you that when you keep working on the people you will lose them if you keep focusing on the children they will leave you if you keep focusing on the wife on the husband they will leave you if you keep focusing on trying to work so that your boss will promote you they will sack you if you keep focusing on oh let me let me be a, a pastor that will please the people they will leave the church how do i position myself for people to respond to who I am by focusing on the one who puts gratitude in their heart focus on the one who puts gratitude in their heart in the last moments of the life of Jesus Jesus prayed a prayer in John chapter 17 and said that none of the people you gave me was lost except the son of perdition whom the scripture talks about it means that all the 12 apostles that followed Jesus everywhere and every one of them was ready to kill for Jesus it was God that gave don't raise the people God has not given you don't fight for loyalty God has not endorsed so some of the multitudes will call Jesus mad and he didn't care because God has not put gratitude in your heart for me. Am I speaking to a church at all? Jesus never bothered himself about the Pharisees. He never bothered himself about the priests. He never bothered himself about the scribes. Why? Because he knew that there is no gratitude of God in their heart for him. Frustration only comes when you don't know who God has given to love you. I'm still going somewhere. So the life of Jesus refused attitude. He was healing, but he will heal and go. Why? Because when it comes to the people who feed me, when it comes to the people who clothe me, when it comes to the people who protect me, when it comes to the people who sail the ship whilst I am sleeping, it is not you. So I heal you and go. But I depend on those people God has given me. Because they naturally will be appreciative to me. And you, you take my healing and go. You take my miracles and go. You take my preaching and go. I'm not bothered. But there are some people God has put in their heart. I pray that God will give you one person, one person, one person, a certain two people, a certain three people, a certain five people that will handle your destiny until you reach your full fulfillment in the name of the Lord Jesus. Twelve. They were okay. Among the twelve, he chose another three. He understood the mystery of thanksgiving. Why did I quote the scripture of Psalm 127? Except the Lord build. The builders build, but in vain. Not until God builds loyalty in the hearts. Your handsomeness cannot keep your wife. Your money cannot keep your wife. Your beauty cannot keep your husband. Your sexiness cannot keep a husband. 
Your proverbs and your advice cannot let your children help you in life. Except the Lord build kindness in them. Except the Lord builds loyalty in them. Except the Lord builds appreciation in them. I pray for somebody today. May the Lord build appreciation in the hearts of people around you. Am I here with the church at all? Except the Lord build and watch. So God builds it in the heart of the people. And he watches over the appreciation. He watches over the love. He watches over the kindness. So people stand up and they help you for no reason. Have you seen you can render your help to people for many years. But you miss somebody for six months. Help the, Give him a lesser help than you gave somebody 15 years ago. But yet the person will lift your status than what you gave to the 15 years person. It's about God building a certain love in the heart of the people. This life is more about God than we think. And when you don't take care, you might be frustrated. And you might ask yourself, why am I doing all these things and nothing is happening? Hear me! It is God that gives. And it is God that takes. And a certain man is taken by God and made to love you. He cannot love you. So the Bible says that the spirit of Elijah will come. And he will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children. And the hearts of the children to the fathers. It means that even for a father to love a child, it must be supernaturally empowered. Even for a child to love a father, it must be supernaturally empowered. Sometimes somebody told me, he said that, it, Pastor, it's like I never gave birth. Because I cannot point to one child like this and say, this child, something good has come out of the child to help me. He said, I'm dying the same way I started. He said, Pastor, you must pray for my children to destinies to change because I'm not, I'm not proud of even one of them. I'm not proud. He told me that the best one is a mate. The best among them is a mate on a trotro bus. Except the Lord builds. But there is also somebody who never gave birth but has about 10 children around. They, they fight to send money at, at the end of the month. They fight to send money. They fight to send good. Someone will say, I take clothes. Somebody will say, I take food. Somebody will say, I pray that grace will fall on people around you. That the power of God will put gratitude in their heart. There are people you will meet, you never fed, you never clothed, you never gave, but they can change your life. Because God will put something in their heart. I'm talking about the spirit of thanksgiving that comes from God. You can never be like anyone who likes worship. No, except God puts the spirit of worship in your heart. You can never become by learning. This is not social state. This is not secular thing. No, 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 no. You, you oh, sister, where do you open them to open to me? Some person, no. Unless God builds that spirit in your heart. When it comes to gratitude and thanksgiving, it must be built. It must be built. Am I with the church at all? What fills your heart determines what comes out. If God fills your heart with gratitude, gratitude come out. If Satan fills your heart with ingratitude, ingratitude comes out. The Bible says, and Satan entered the heart of Judas. And he went right away and betrayed Jesus. So if somebody will show you kindness, it's as a result of what has been put 
in his heart. And if somebody will betray you, it's as a result of something that is in the heart. The Bible says, and an evil spirit came upon Saul and he took a javelin and nearly pierced David to the wall. This is the guy who has been playing strings for you. This is the guy who killed Goliath for you. This is the guy who has been helping you. The Bible says that David could play for him to be delivered from his depression. But when another spirit filled him, the spirit nearly made him kill his helper. Do you want to see somebody who is possessed? Is somebody who has turned against his helper. Only Satan can do that. The Bible says, when Ananias came, Peter looked at him and said, Ananias, why have you allowed Satan to feel you? To lie to the Holy Ghost. Why have you allowed Satan to feel you? To lie to the Holy Ghost. So look at my response to you in this life and you know what is filling my heart if it is God he will put gratitude if it is Satan he will put betrayal the supernatural drives our heart the super listen it is at this point where we have gotten to that we have so many bitter people in the body of Christ you will not meet a pastor and you will not talk about certain people he helped and they betrayed him. You will not meet a person, a rich man, and he will, he will not have somebody he, he sacrificed for and the person has rejected. You will not meet them. Why? Because of what is filling our heart. And if you want... Loyal people to fill your life. Number one, focus on the one who puts gratitude in the heart of the people. I've come to understand that my wife can never love me more than what God wants her to love me. It's the mystery of gratitude. She Whatever she, she has for me is what God has determined in her heart. You can't force it. I can't force it. I can't buy gratitude. I cannot force out gratitude. No, it's what God has put. If she betrays me, it's what Satan has put in her heart. It's two things. It's two things. If the next person seated with you, if he will show you gratitude, the measure of it is up to what God has put. Thanksgiving and gratitude is more of God than a man. That is why our prayer must be simple. Lord, fill the heart around me with the spirit of gratitude. In grateful people, easily forgets they easily forget if God does not remind them of who you are in their heart they will forget you it doesn't matter what you do they will forget they will be using the very thing you bought for them but forget you who bought it yes yes they will be using the very certificate of the school you paid all the school fees for to work and yet forget the one who paid the school fees. That is the spirit of ingratitude. They will be in the marriage you helped to come to pass. You paid for the wedding, paid for the engagement, do did the counseling, did everything. They will be in that same marriage and yet forget the one who made sure it came to pass. The spirit of ingratitude can be painful and can be very dangerous. There are people who have run mad and are at the psychiatric hospital. Why? Because of the spirit of ingratitude. They felt they deserved better. They felt somebody treated them unfairly. 
They felt a certain husband didn't treat them well. They felt a certain wife didn't treat them well. Along the way, they kept complaining until their senses was distracted. That will never be your portion. I said, that will never be your portion. That will never be your portion. I prophesy and bless somebody. The more somebody rise to be ungrateful, may God lift you above their expectation in the name of the Lord Jesus. Any ungrateful person that denies you what you deserve, may God give you hundred times from another source. It's a mystery. The next thing about building gratitude around you as you focus on God, the next thing is act upon divine direction. Act upon divine direction. Many people are disappointed and God watched them to be disappointed because the people they committed to were not from God. If you give what God wanted you to give to another person, to the person your senses felt like giving to, you will face the replication yourself. Am I with the church here at all? You have to face it. So you escape the spirit of ingratitude. Number one, focus on God. Number two, act by divine direction. The Bible says, and Jesus called the multitude and chose 12. They were uncountable, but he could manage to choose the 12 that were from God. Select your friends. Select who you date. Don't date. Go beyond wake. Go beyond character. Go beyond jewelries. Go beyond sisters. Go beyond height. Commit your destiny to the one God wants you to commit to. Be divinely led by God. Otherwise, you will be frustrated in life. Who God did not ask you to commit to, he's not obligated for them to be grateful to you. He's not committed. That's why you must ask God for direction. It's this In 2019, if somebody comes to you, sir, give me this, go and pray. God, do I give this money you gave me to this person? He has asked me for it. Do I give the person this money? Do I start that business with this person? Do I enter the marriage with this person? Do I partner with that person? Because the one God is not involved. He is not committed to making sure the person stands with you. The marriage God was not involved. When it's time for divorce. It's not his concern. That is why some Christian marriages have collapsed. You think there was no God? And most of them, the people are in church praying, kaba, 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 kaba. Yet, the husband will continue to misbehave and then the marriage ends. Why? Because God was not involved in the first place. If you want God to build gratitude and loyalty and love around you, make sure that you act by divine direction. Because hearts can be wicked if God is not involved. The Bible says that the hearts of men are desperately wicked and the heart of a king is in the hand of the Lord and he directs it as, as wherever he wants to go, as the river moves. So does God direct the heart of people. God has the heart of everybody in his hand. But... He controls it only when he is responsible for it. May God help you. I said, may God help you. There are some friends you must delete. There are some people you must not entertain. There are some circles you must move out. The more you go higher in life, the more you must close your circle. Because some people are not worth it. 
There are some people you love with only today. Tomorrow they will reject you. So why spend those times? There are certain relationships you find yourself today. And you are going to five years in that relationship. But I bet you, they will marry another person. So why waste that time? Why waste that time? You are cooking, you are washing, you are cleaning, you are being sent, you are being beaten. All for one day he will test you. As you know, I have prayed and the Lord says that I should marry sister so so and so. He will use you for five years and pray. The next thing, you yourself be grateful to people God appointed to help you or love you. If you want gratitude, give gratitude. You don't show ingratitude and cry for gratitude. You don't show rejection to others and cry for acceptance from others. No, it doesn't work that way. If you want God to build gratitude in the heart of people, you also be grateful to the people around you. Have you said thank you this Christmas to some people? Have you visited some people? Have you called some people? Have you sent them a gift? What you do for others, it shall be done for you. You cannot rise up and misbehave and expect everybody to behave around you. It doesn't work. What you do, God multiplies it, fills it, multiplies it, shake it to running over, then he gives it back to you. So when you are ungrateful to your father and mother, you should know that your own children will feel it, multiply it, shake it, running over, it shall be given back to you. Whatever you do, it shall be given back to you. Obiato, Obiato, no man come and a girlfriend when feeling mommy, when feeling papa in Christmas, you have gone, you have bought stuff for boyfriend, bought stuff for girlfriend, done that, but your father and mother, you forget. You are married. Bust up for girls. Bust up for boys. And your husband and your wife, you got nothing for them. It is staring at you. Whatever you want, do the same. The final thing is warfare. Warfare. If you want to activate gratitude, some of them is orchestrated by the enemy. There are some people, the enemy orchestrated people to forget about you. People who promise to help you, they forget you. The very boss you are in the office with, who kept telling you that the next promotion is your portion. The moment the promotion was due, that was when he saw another person. Somebody in abroad promised, I'll pick you up. I'm working on your papers. Then by the time you realize, he has come to take another person. Something is working against you. And today, any satanic warfare against your well-being and the appreciation and the kindness that people must show you, we crush it by the blood of Jesus. I said, we crush it by the blood of Jesus. We crush it by the blood of Jesus. Don't allow it. You must do war. If everybody around you ends up rejecting you, there is something wrong. It is not of God. Sometimes God will put it in their hearts to bless you, but the enemy will fight you. Am I here with somebody at all? Some people, will, the enemy will direct them to take what belongs to you and go and give it to somebody who never helped them in any way. It is, it is happening. You kill yourself for people and they don't think about you. They, they don't remember you. They don't know what, they don't care what should happen for you. Nothing. A young girl came to me and told me that my, 
my 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 uncle promised he will pay my school fees throughout the whole school and he paid just once and i know that he has money but he's he has decided not to pay again he, i will call him he will cut the line i go home and he will not even ask of the school fees i said something if he was the one that held you by the hand and took you to the school then something is at work do you want to experience the spirit of gratitude around you? Fight the good fight of this faith. What, what are the factors that can prevent people from showing gratitude? The first thing is lack of revelation. If you don't have revelation, you cannot show gratitude. If you don't have revelation, you must operate by revelation. It will take revelation to tell you that whatever you do against me, somebody, 10 people will do against you. If you reject me, 10 people will reject you. If you don't do me good after I do you good, 10 people, listen. It is a spirit. And it's, it's, it's not that it's not happening that has been the major problem of many people lack of revelation hear me don't don't overlook what people do when they cry out to god god will respond number two selfishness selfishness don't always be me 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 you are always thinking about your life how some people must be of help how it is you that they must give to how it is you that we must be thankful to. How it is you that we must be appreciative. Sometimes, go down and appreciate people. It shouldn't be always you. It's sometimes it should be others. One of the most, one of the most, the, one of the things that people are miser over is not money. Compliments. Appreciation. And you would think people are miser on compliments he, he finds it difficult to say this sister of ours is beautiful he finds it difficult to say that today brother Francis has dressed very nicely, he finds it difficult to say pastor Apo is very anointed, he finds it very difficult to compliment people selfishness don't be selfish, give gratitude away, be kind be appreciative this one is my brother. I love him. I appreciate that rice you bought for me. I appreciate that watch you bought for me. I appreciate that shoe. The spirit of ingratitude. There is a man of God I give to almost all the time. And there is one thing I've noticed. No matter what I give to him, he will never turn back and say thank you. And to him, he feels that he's too big to say thank you. Because it's my son that brought it. So why should I say thank you? But with what he's doing, God will soon block because someone like me, I listen before I act. The year God does not mention his name, I won't go. And I know that it will come to a point God will not mention his name again. Because the moment it dropped on me, why is it that this person finds it difficult to compliment, to say something? The moment it dropped on me, I knew that the Holy Spirit is not happy about it. And a day is coming, he will not mention his name. And all he will say is that the son has been rebellious. But it will be as a result of ingratitude. People have lost relationships because of ingratitude. And it's not just a son to a father. There are other sons to father. Fathers break them to, to close to them. And they feel that they are the same with the fathers. And they begin to mess up talk anyhow, act anyhow, misbehave ingratitude unappreciative mock people mock pastors mock everybody and we feel that it's fine 
It is selfishness. If, why, why, why? It's, it must be me. This person didn't apologize to me. I've left the church. That person didn't do that. I, 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 won't, I won't join the department again because the head of the department shouted at me. Who are you? Who are you? I'm talking about coming down and humbling yourself. We have people like you, the same person like you. If somebody corrects him, he goes back and says, thank you for correcting me. There is somebody like you who has red blood like you, who might even be richer than you. Comes back and says, thank you for correcting me. But some, your leader corrected you and you have risen. I won't, I won't do again. I won't work again. Go with your pride. Go with your pride. And after you are falling in the pit, you will remember what God said about humility. The Bible says that pride precedes destruction. And God will lift up the humble and bring down the proud. I'm talking about seeing the positive aspect of correction. The Bible says that whom the Lord loves, he chastises, he corrects, he strengthens. The mothers call you. Why did you wear this clothes? I won't come to church again. That woman had the audacity to tell me that my clothes were short. Who are you? Pray that you will be as old as her. Just pray that you will get to that point. Pray. And you will understand after you've gotten to that point that it was a waste of life to show your ties to men who will not marry you. And then when when you're shoe nobody should talk about your case. Wait until after your peers are elevated and you can't marry because you don't have money to marry. You understand you understand when we are talking about the word of God and living in a principled life pride let people resist it there were people eh, this time they will not be in this church if they were grateful they would have been in America somewhere chilling natural condition but a certain uncle corrected them and they shouted at the uncle that was the end of the opportunity. That was the end. There were people who must be working today. But one day, his own CEO called him and said, you don't do that and that and that. Why did you do this? He said, why are you shouting at me? Who are you? That was the end of their job. And today they are in church clapping and praying, God give me a job. Go back and kneel down. That is the answer to your problem. The spirit of ingratitude has made people lose many things in life. And they have come back to the same God. Crying to God to help. If you can go back to your father. Kneel down for your father to lay hands and bless you. It shall be well with you. Stop fighting your your father and your mother. And trying to fight to make it in life. You will make it. If you have pastors who deceive you to think that you can live any life and still make it in life. So, sorry, I'll make it in the name of Jesus. I'll make it in the name of Jesus. And you go back and mess up. Fight your parents. Fight your siblings. Insult them. Do all kinds of nasty stuff. And you come back to church. And And you begin to make God bless you and I receive it. I receive. What kind of receive? Go back. Kneel down. Apologize. Go back to somebody. Tell the person I'm grateful. Thank you for all you did for me. There are some people who never see the way forward until they come back and apologize to somebody. Two times. Two times. I had to. It was not fast enough. And the the young man knew that time. He was the closest person to me. Two times, 
I had to give money out of my pocket for the people who were sleeping in the church so that they would eat. And I, I starved from morning till evening before I went home and eat. I starved not because there wasn't money, there was money and I didn't, I, there was no money. I gave my all. And today the young boy is going about insulting me. And you, you think that that's how life is. You go and come. If you will, for, will forget, God will not forget. The day I had to starve so that they will eat. Two days. It's happened two times. I would search my pocket and give everything to them. And he would come and ask me, so are you not eating? I'll tell him, I'm not eating. I don't feel like eating. But now what I had, I gave it. Then today you go out and insult me. For what? What evil did I do you? After I found a job for you that took you to aeroplane to travel outside the nation and you are still insulting me and insulting the people who employed you and you think it will be well with you? I'm talking about ingratitude. Called you several times. Watch out. God says watch out. God sent me to that young boy two times. Watch out. Listen. If you know you will be ungrateful to somebody, don't accept the person's help. It's better you don't accept the person's help. Don't. Than to accept and reject the person. Don't. Some people have ended their lives before their lives end because of ingratitude. <laughs> I'm not I'm not scaring anyone. I'm telling you the gospel truth. Jesus died to save us, but the one who betrayed him died before he died. God will make sure you are not saved for what you have done. if Jesus dies, the guy must be saved. So you have to kill him before Jesus dies. Just to tell you that next time, nobody should try that again. Who you know you cannot be grateful to, don't accept the person's help. Don't. Because if you turn against the person, you are in trouble. Archbishop Duncan Williams turned against Archbishop Idahosa. He came back. Suddenly, President Rawlings was chasing to kill him. His church began going down. So many things were happening. Evil upon evil against Archbishop. Then Archbishop heard that Idahosa was in UK. He flew. Even leaving Ghana was a problem. He has to hide. Because J.J. Rawlings was seeking to kill him. He ran to UK met Archbishop Idahosa. The moment he saw Archbishop Idahosa from afar, he prostrated, lie down on the ground and held his feet. I beg you, Papa, forgive me. Why? Because when you didn't have money, he took you and gave you scholarship in his Bible school. Anointed you, blessed you, brought you to Ghana, come and start a church for me. At least if you want to take the church, go back and plead with him. Cannot rise up and talk anyhow against him. He had to go back and lie. When Bishop Ajeman separated from Bishop Oedipo, everybody, every pastor that joined him died in one year. Every pastor that joined Bishop Ajeman died in one year until Bishop Ajeman ran back to Oedipo. He said, I'm sorry. If your father didn't offend you and you turn against him, there's trouble. There's trouble. I'm talking about ingratitude that can call evil demons against you. Not even God, demons against you. We have, there is this Burkina Faso president. Thomas Sankara, one of the greatest leaders in Africa. 
his own cousin that they fed in the house and he got political position and gave his cousin to be his closest it was his cousin that 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 started the coup d'etat killed him and took over the presidency all the years thought he was a good person became president chose him as the head of the military thought that he has gotten a very good companion at the end it was Kampori that killed him listen love everybody but don't trust everybody just pray that God will put the heart of gratitude in their heart and ask God to give you men and women that will be full of love and appreciation for you and your next prayer is that God put appreciation and love for me inside me for you God because everything I everything I'm doing as a pastor and committed to God you cannot learn it it must be given it is put in my heart to do it whatever a man must do for God must be put in his heart whatever you must do for God it will be put in your heart and when you want to increase your commitment and increase your your support and increase your love and your appreciation towards God it must be put in your heart and today my prayer for you is that God put his love and his appreciation and his kindness in your heart in the year 2019 may you not struggle to love the Lord may God put his love in you so that you will be committed in all your ways in the things of the Lord in Jesus name let us say shout amen thank you for listening to Pastor Elvis Ajeman. Pastor Elvis is a dynamic teacher of the word of God he's an author a passionate preacher of God's word with a desire of transforming lives in the power of the spirit his ministry is characterized by a great outpouring of the Holy Ghost with accompanying signs wonders and uncommon miracles he's the head pastor of grace mountain ministry located at seven days junction off the achimota of Ankor barrier accra you can follow the ministry of pastor elvis ajiman on any of his social media handles at pastor ajiman elvis or grace mountain ministries or you can call us on 0552-504-085 or 0548-0548 003-360. God richly bless you.